Austin Matthews continues to build on his MVP campaign as he scores his 50th and 51st in his hometown as the Buds down the Yotes in the desert will break down the game and tee up tonight's matchup between the Leafs and Golden Knights for the second leg of a back-to-back with Morgan Riley set to re-enter the lineup. All that and more coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On Leafs podcast, a daily Maple Leafs centric podcast hosted by myself, Mike DiStefano, and my co-host, Dave Morissuti. It was a big night for the Maple Leafs as they beat the Coyotes 6-3 to at Mullet Arena. They keep the winning streak alive, a perfect 5-0 since the Morgan Riley incident. A lot of good performances to get into tonight, but I think we got to start with one man and one man only, Dave. It was the hometown hero, Austin. Matthews netted his 50th and 51st on the year. Lots of friends and family in attendance. Dave, what do you make of him reaching that milestone, not only in his hometown, but only needing 54 games to do it? Eight fewer than when he won his MVP a couple of years ago. It's really outstanding stuff. Yeah, the great part is like they, they tweeted out that Austin Matthews became the fastest American-born player to uh, to get to 50 goals. And then you look to see, oh, who did he beat out? Himself. He beat out himself. He beat, he beat out himself. He was tied. <laughs> it, was, it was a tied record to be. Yes. He shared it. But yes, he he, he beat himself. <laughs> he, well, guess what, Austin Matthews? You can now go and try to beat yourself again because now you want to see do 50 and 50. Dude, he did it dude. in 54. I'm t- I, I took some heat. I took some flack. A lot of people told me when I made that 50 and 50 take, months ago back in december uh people were like nah like that's crazy i mean uh, that would be insane in today's nhl that just doesn't happen dude look at what this guy he got 50 he has 51 goals in 54 games he's pretty damn close to a goal per game you look at yeah. this stretch uh, jonas siegel put out a tweet that he's got 36 goals uh from or now 37 he tweeted that when he scored his 50th so now 37 goals since december 2nd that's only 33 games. He's over a goal a game since December 2nd, Dave. Like, that's that's what's so insane about this guy. He didn't get off to the hottest of starts. Oh. Like, I remember, if you look at his splits, he got that he got off to back-to-back hat-tricks to start the season and then ended up going on a seven-game, we'll call it a slide for him, only had one goal in a seven-game span, scored a couple of goals, and then won a nine-game span, only had one goal, then the calendar flipped to December, and this guy's done nothing but snipe Geno's ever since. And it's it doesn't matter who's in net. It doesn't matter at five-on-five, on the power play, on a breakaway, on a rebound, coming down the pike, down the middle, sitting down below the face-off dot, along the half wall. It doesn't matter where this guy shoots it from. He's putting the puck in the back of the net any damn game he wants. It's incredible because we're talking about a him doing in a stretch of games that hasn't happened since the 90s where goals were being scored. Like 70 goals was normal. <laughs> 60 was normal in the 90s. 
there's just so many different stats you can pick out from this. The one that got to me is he scored 50 goals when no other player in the league has 40. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like Reinhardt's been stuck on 39 the last little bit, but no one else is, no one else is close to 40 and he's got 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's actually wild what this, and you know what's also crazy about it? He's got 51 now. Let's, let's not cut him short. Scored twice. And I remember yeah. he, 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 he did, uh, he did something he similar. Had a well, when he scored 50 in 50 games, it wasn't to start the season, yeah. but he did score 50 in 50 games. He did the same thing in that game where he actually had 51 uh, goals in a 50-game span because he scored twice in that game. Um, but of the 51 goals, it, it was kind of floating around there today. I think it's also unbelievable how none of them are empty netters. They're all real goals. Like, he's beaten 51 goaltenders or He's beaten goalies 51 times and he scored multiple times on a goaltenders, but you get what I'm saying here. No empty netters, no cheap goals. These are all hard earned goals from the greatest goal scorer possibly of all time, certainly on planet earth today. Yeah. He's the best active goal scorer right now. Like Ovechkin, Pasternak, Drysdale. Like, no, it's awesome. Matthews. Everyone else is below him. There's a lot of stats that can prove it, right? It took well, he's the sixth fast sixth fastest player to hit 350 career goals. That to me is like the mark of a great goal scorer and how how quick you are to achieve career marks like that. Do you have the list of the five ahead of him by chance or did you happen to see it? I saw that stat floating around and it was mentioned on the broadcast but didn't actually see the list I would be curious to see I, I how right fast Ovechkin did it and how many more games he did it in that's what I want to know you want to know the funny thing Ovechkin isn't even on the list so he got to 350 goals faster than Alex Ovechkin yeah Austin Matthews has a strong chance to go down when he decides to hang up the skates. If he decides to play that long, if he wants this record, mm-hmm. he could go down as the highest goal scorer to ever play. Like yeah. Gretzky's probably going to lose his record in the next two years to Alex Vetchkin. I don't know how much longer Ovi's going to be able to hang on to that record. Certainly not as long as Gretzky had it. He might only have it for a few more years. And then along is going to come Austin Matthews, man. Cause if this guy's going to do this on a yearly basis, like he scored 60 a couple years ago. No one's even scored 60 twice in like the last two decades. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden we got a guy coming out. He's not going to score 60. Now he's pushed the bar to 70. Like it feels as though if he doesn't get to 70, it's going to be a little bit, uh, a little lackluster, doesn't it? Like it just feels like he's raising that bar. At this point, so we're taking a look at the stat here from Sportsnet stats, fewest games to 350 career goals. So Gretzky uh, is the best, obviously, 384 games to get to 350 goals. Unreal. Almost a goal a game through his first 350 games of his career. Uh, Mario Lemieux, Brett Hall, Mike Bossy, and Yari Curry are uh, the top five. Then Austin Matthews, 350 goals in 535 games. What's insane about this, too, is 
Like you look at the era that that Matthews is playing in. Now, I know the last couple of years scoring has started to take up a little bit more, which obviously is is helpful for him and even going forward uh, when it comes to him chasing down those records. But when you look at everyone else on that list, like the, those were in goal scoring eras, right? Like although you're seeing more goals this year than you had, you know, ten years ago it still doesn't even compare to what we saw in the eighties and nineties. So for him to reach this number in such few games is insanity, absolute insanity. And uh, if this guy can stay healthy and if he really wants to, I truly believe that he can retire as the number one goal scorer uh, in the record books and surpass not only Wayne, but probably Ovi as well. If you want to know how many games it took Ovi, 581. Yeah. So that's what, 52 more games? Uh, that's about, that's 40, no, 46. 46, okay. I forgot what the number was for Matthews, to be honest. I was just Four, trying to do uh, 535. So 46, it, he okay. did it in 46 fewer games than Ovechkin. There you go. There you go. So. Hey man, it's uh, it's impressive stuff, obviously, for, uh, for what what this guy's doing, and it, it didn't even take him long to do either. Five minutes into the game, and he scores his fiftieth goal. Like everyone was, everyone knew tonight it was going to happen. It wasn't a matter of of if, but when. And he didn't make people wait very long. Five minutes into the game, he ends up putting one past Vimelka. And uh, it, it seemed like it was a, a home game, by the way. I don't know if you saw a couple of the pictures and um, some of the videos that are coming out from Mullet Arena tonight. A lot of blue. A lot of blue. There were MVP chants. MVP <laughs> chants with Austin Matthews in the building. I get it. He's from, you know, Arizona. He's from that area. It's his hometown. He had a lot of friends and family. But that's like, if you're a Coyotes fan, that's still got to feel kind of crappy that you're getting MVP chance when the opposition scores on you. Yeah. My buddy was at the game and he did note that there were a lot of Leafs fans there. Yeah. A lot of them. Lots of them. Lots of them. Lots of them. Um, But yeah, just uh, an unbelievable situation here for Austin Matthews. What he's doing this year is incredible Uh, on pace now for 76 and a half goals grounded up to 77. Um, We'll see, man. Hey, I, I, I don't think eighty-two and eighty-two is out of the question. Eighty-two and eighty-two was not out of the question. It's not. It's not, <laughs> Dave. Dude, he's got what I said: thirty-seven and thirty-three games. What's that over an eighty-two game pace? What's that over an eighty-two game pace here? Come on now. You're the, you're the math guy on this. Let me do the quick math here, okay? Let me do the quick math. Over an 82-game pace, that's 91 goals. 92 goals, actually. 91.9. That's a 92-goal pace he's on. And that's not a small sample size. We're talking 33 games here. That's a lot, dude. Like, this guy just scores goals. It's 15 multi-goal games this year as well. Like, because when they come, they're coming in bunches too. And that's helping pad these these stats. Just, just to also give you guys some perspective, his 36 goals since December 2nd, was still ranked second in the NHL this season. That was the stat I was referring to from Jonas Siegel. Earlier Although today. I think Pasternak scored tonight, so I think maybe that might change that. Well, then he but, added another goal to give him 37 goals yeah. since December 2nd. So I think 
He's Pasenak is 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 right 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 on pace with them since it's just unreal how how much he's just far and away ahead of everyone else. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Um, he's certainly, in my opinion, pulling ahead. Uh, and and this is maybe I don't know uh, this week this week specifically. I think he's pulled ahead in this MVP conversation. As of last week, I I wasn't sold. I was like, okay, maybe he's in the conversation as the guy who scores the most goals. Um, but I think after watching what he did this week, back-to-back hat tricks, guy's got nine goals in the five-game stretch since Morgan, you know, in Morgan Riley's absence. Like someone had to step up with that guy being gone. And he clearly did that in a big way. Bobby McMahon has stepped up big in a big way. That blue line as a whole has. We'll talk about all of this in just a couple of minutes here. But Austin Matthews has clearly dragged this team uh, very much so with his goal scoring prowess. Um, And everyone's kind of leading. You know, he's leading by example and everyone else is falling into place. And, hey, times are good right now in Leafland. Be happy, Leaf fans, because, uh, you know, when when Austin Matthews is cooking and the rest of the team is rolling right after him, this team looks pretty solid. Pretty, pretty solid. Um, lots of other good performances from tonight. Let's uh, take a quick break and we'll get to them all with our three stars of the game. And then we got a game tonight also against the Vegas Golden Knights, part two of a back-to-back tonight. Morgan Riley re-enters the lineup. What will that look like? Will there be changes to the back end? How will they integrate him? Lots of question marks about that. We'll chat about it in a few moments. But first, a word from our show sponsor. You're listening to the Locked On Lease podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Ibotta. Grocery bills are so expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. Start getting cash back on your grocery bill with the free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys so you can make sure that you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. So you could buy that flight that you've been eyeing, that game that you're dying to go to, or the fancy dinner that you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't really amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKEDONNHL when you register. Just go to the App Store and Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use the code LOCKEDONNHL. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKEDONNHL. Welcome back into the Locked On Leaves podcast. It's Mike DeStefano and Dave Morissuti. We are your hosts here at the Locked On Leaves podcast. Uh, we got new pods coming out each and every weekday, uh, Monday through Friday. Make sure that you are subscribed wherever you get your podcast from. Also up on YouTube to make sure you get that daily Leaves content delivered directly to you uh, right away, right when the co- right when the content drops. And uh, you can even hit the little notification bell here on YouTube so you can be notified when uh, new episodes get posted each morning. 
Um, there's another game tonight, which we will preview in uh, a few minutes. Leafs going into Vegas for part two of a back-to-back. Morgan Riley will return from his suspension, but lots of question marks as to what the lineup will or should look like. We will debate that in a few minutes, but let's put a little bow on last night's game. The Toronto Maple Leafs with a 6-3 victory over the Arizona Coyotes. They snap a four-game losing streak to the Yotes, too. For whatever reason, Toronto has struggled with Arizona uh, over the past few years. Not tonight, though. They got off to a red-hot start, and uh, the goals came early, and they came often. Big-time victory for the Buds. Uh, Who was your third star of the game tonight, Dave? I kind of struggled because there's so many... People I wanted to give props to. Um, I'm going to go with the Lilligren Brody pairing. Nice. There's a reason why this team went 5-0 and without Morgan Ryan in the lineup, and that's because that pairing stepped up. And I thought Timothy Lilligren, this might have been the best game I've ever seen him play as a Leaf. Yeah, I, I had the exact same uh, exact. Well, I had Lilligren, but you can give him to the pairing. I, I thought the exact same thing, man. I thought he had two really strong back checks on Logan Cooley. Um, I know that it's been highlighted a bunch of times, but for those who missed the game or didn't get up for it, uh, didn't stay up for it. There was a couple of plays. One, he back checked, and it was just a really nice stick play that he made to knock the puck off Lou, uh, Cooley's stick, and then just kind of slid to the goalie for Samson to make a save. And then one where he kind of took the body and bumped Cooley right off the puck and, and took it out of harm's way. And you know, I remember I was going to tweet this and I didn't, that was kind of silly, but I was, I was going to tweet something about did Lilligren put on like an extra 10 pounds on the plane down to, down to, uh, down to Arizona. Like what did the Matthews family feed him at the barbecue? This guy looks like he did put on about 10 pounds the way he was muscling guys out there. Looked like he was using his body. Um, which was good to see. And obviously he ended up with uh, a couple of points, got the primary assist on Matthews's 50th goal as well. Um, yeah, I thought Lilligren looked, looked real solid again tonight as well. Yeah, and where it really, I think, cemented his game and how well he was playing tonight was that end-to-end rush that he had. It didn't lead to yeah. – it didn't he didn't score, but that's the best I've seen him on skates. Like, he just – like – Zip through and just with ease, confidence, and court. yeah, confidence. I think is is the word to use there. Where you know he realized that at a certain point, like oh, they're backing off, they're giving me space here, and he had the confidence to you know take what the defense gave him and then just kind of initiate and go right, take that opportunity, take that rush chance, and yeah, it didn't end up in a goal, um, but. You do like to see that you know when guys are playing with that much confidence that they do take those opportunities that they're given, and it was nice to see Timothy Lilligren uh, to take that opportunity there for sure. It's going to be interesting what the Maple Leafs do going forward with these D pairings because I thought they've they've looked real solid. Um, Lilligren and and TJ Brody, you know Benoit and McCabe have been a great pairing now for you know a month and a half now. Um, so what you do with Morgan Riley when he returns is definitely going to be interesting to watch for um, tomorrow uh, or tonight when they're in Vegas. We'll chat about that in a second. Um, the second star of the game for you, Dave. Mitch Marner. <laughs> like he 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 looked really good tonight. Really poised. Yes, was he trying to feed Austin Matthews, especially early on in the game? 
that's his job. Like he, yeah. he, that was his job. His job was to get Manchester Doss Matthews got to 50. And I, there was that play just before the mat, the second goal of the game for Matthews, where he does the behind between the legs pass to TJ Brody. And it's very unfortunate. It was TJ Brody that received that pass because I thought that was going to be a goal. I thought that was going to be like the high, the play of the night by, by Mitch Martin. But I, I, he's looked like it, through this Austin Matthews streak with Bobby McMahon playing so well, Mitch Martin has kind of been overlooked a little bit here on yeah. how well he has been producing. He's on an eight game point streak. I, I, yeah. no, no, I don't know how many people are, are talking about that because there's two quiet streaks that are currently ongoing right now. Cause the talk of the town is obviously Austin's, you know, chase to 50 which he you know finally unlocked and now it'll be 60 and then 70 austin matthews it's 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 gonna be a story the rest of the year and then obviously what bobby mcmahon has been doing with his seven goals in uh in the last five games is also a big time story but also mitch marner's got an eight game point streak going and william nylander has at least one goal in five straight games as well and that's who i had my second star is Bill Nye the wrist shot guy, and he unloaded one hell of a wrist shot there coming out of the penalty box. Um, where I I literally uttered out the phrase roof daddy with that old oh, roof daddy. Like, you remember that clip that was going viral uh, about a month and a half ago, two months ago? Um, out in the I think that was out in the WHL or something like that. Yeah, I uh, I found myself getting a little giddy watching it and and seeing him come out of the box and and roof that goal. I uh, ended up with a couple of Genos on the night, obviously seven shots on goal. But what I really loved from William Nylander tonight showed some chippiness. There was a play there. I can't remember if it was in the second or third period, but um, where he was taking it to the net, and then the puck ends up whatever he shoots it on goal, save gobbled up by Vimelka. And then he kind of gets rubbed out along the boards by Jersey after the whistle. And he took exception to it. And I liked it. You know, he gave him a cross check and kind of got up on his grill. And then the rest of the team came in and swarmed. You had Tyler Bertuzzi who came in and you ended up getting a little bit of a skirmish. You don't see that from William Nylander. You don't see that kind of chippiness. And why I like it is because a couple of days ago, now I've been off for a couple of days. So, Appreciate you, Dave, for filling in. I was, I was quite sick over the weekend, so I haven't had a chance to talk about you know some of the comments that have come out um, you know regarding Morgan Riley and how well the team's played. But a comment that I remember hearing over the weekend from Nylander about why the team has felt galvanized, you know, after Morgan Riley's uh, suspension is, you know, he said that he felt like they had to, you know, Riley stuck up for the team, and now they need to stick up for themselves and do it for Mo. In a way, and this is kind of this is him. You know, I'm a big proponent of okay, well, show me, don't tell me that you want to stick up for you and stick up for your team. This is this is how you show me by showing me that chippiness, and that's honestly what I liked about what I saw from from Nylander on that play. Like he obviously scored a couple of goals and he was great tonight, <laughs> dancing all over the place. But he also showed he's got a little bit of an edge to him. I, I want to see it a lot more. Um, but for me. That's why he kind of got the edge for my second star tonight. Well, he did. Uh, he did secure my big parlay win for tonight. Matt so, uh, big, big William Nylander fan tonight, especially. Like I was saying to myself, I said it'd be nice because I needed one more point from Nylander for it to cash. So, wouldn't it be nice if he just came out of the box and scored? He Bang. came out of the box, 
and like you knew, I, you just had a feeling he was going to bury it. Yep. And he was said he was sitting in the box the entire time thinking about how he was going to try to score, right? Because like his his penalty didn't it led to that third goal by Arizona where he makes that that error, and so in a way he kind of made up for it. But yeah, we were you know, a lot of people were like, ah, William Nylander, he's sort of he got paid and now he's you know he's cruising now. No, guys go through slumps. It happens. Yeah. And yeah, he's back. He's, he's back to score, and he's back on yeah. like a forty-something goal pace again. So I, it, well, I think that was might have been his thirtieth goal of the season this year. I think he's up to thirty already. Yep. So yeah, Willie, Willie's, uh, Willie's fine. Willie's okay. Uh, first star of the night, hometown boy, big tone. <laughs> yep, making sure to give the hometown crowd what they were coming to see. Oh like, yeah, legitimately, I think that even Coyotes fans were cheering for Austin Matthews tonight. Like. Dude, MVP chance in a away rink, like it's that's <laughs> that's almost disrespectful. But you understand it in uh, in a place like that where you know they they're just proud, I guess, of the hometown product and and the fact that you know they they take ownership of the greatest goal scorer um, of of in the world right now is uh, is in the NHL and he, he's from Arizona. I'm sure they're also you know, happy, just as happy as Maple Leaf fans are. They probably wish that he was in Arizona, mind you, but uh, they still, you know, got to cheer him on, and, and they're definitely happy about that. So another couple of Genos for Austin Matthews. I thought it was interesting, though. He'll know how much time he played in the third period. Like three minutes. Three minutes, which I actually appreciate from Sheldon Keefe. Mm-hmm. You got second night of a back-to-back coming up. You make sure you sit the big boys. Don't play them unnecessarily. Like once they got that five, three, six, three goal, they knew they didn't have to play these guys down the stretch. And, you know, you saw a lot more of the fourth and third line. And uh, it was, it's good to see because those guys will probably have to play a little bit more tonight against Vegas. So, um, you know, I guess uh, an honorary star goes to, uh, goes to Sheldon Key for some game management. Let's yep. also give a shout out to John Tavares, a five on five goal in this economy. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of coming up. It was a rip. And then it was kind of coming up, buds. it wasn't a perfect game. The second period wasn't great. They got into some penalty troubles, mm-hmm. um, but you know, uh, it, it was a, a overall a decently good game. Certainly offensively, the, the Leafs were, were buzzing tonight. All right, let's uh, let's take another quick break. Let's come back and quickly tee up tonight's game, Leafs and Vegas. What happens with Morgan Riley? What happens to the lineup with him coming back tonight? We'll get into all of that next. You're listening to the Lockdown Leafs podcast, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you. Hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join over, join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back into the Locked On Lease podcast. It's Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti. Only a few minutes here, Dave. Uh, so we got to quickly touch on this subject. But uh, Morgan Riley's suspension officially over as of last night. Five games done. The Leafs went 5-0 and oh in that stretch. Undefeated with a 27-11 goal differential. It's a plus 16 goal differential. I mean, how impressive is that for Toronto and keep like, I just can't make sense of it. How the absence of Morgan Riley somehow made this team better. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It shouldn't, but it seems to. Well, I, and, and I kind of talked, touched the, on this the last couple of days, but two things here, one TJ Brody moving to the left side. It's being talked about a little bit more, but I think that played a, played a role in it. He's seems to be, he appears to be a lot more comfortable on the left side. Ilya Samsonov has played really well, right, through this yep. stretch. They've also played the Arizona Coyotes, the Anaheim Ducks, the St. Louis Blues, and the Philadelphia Flyers. True. Only two of those teams are in the playoffs. So I yeah, think St. Louis is barely in the playoffs. Yeah, like that's a that's like a on the fringe. And even team. Philly's like, oh, yeah. right. So like they didn't they didn't play any what I would call an elite contender during this stretch. So I think that does help. So put a little bit into perspective here. But at the same time, the way they played is what we've been looking for this team to play all season long. And a lot of them, and you just said it. What well, William Nylander said it in the uh, the other day. You know, we're doing it. We're kind of rallying behind Mo. So my question to you is, I want to go back to the other point you made about TJ Brody, because I think mm-hmm. that's ultimately the the biggest question that a lot of us are going to have going into tonight's game against Vegas is, well, what do you do with Riley in the lineup? Like, does Brody stick on the left side? Does he go back to the right and Morgan Riley on the left? Or do they go back to a pairing? And then Lilligren gets dropped down to the third line. Do you put Lilligren with Riley? Like, what exactly happens with this lineup? We got about 30 seconds. What do you think? I think you keep the Brody Lilligren pairing together. Like, don't Galaxy bring this Sheldon Keefe. Keep what's working together. Put Riley with LeJoie or if it's Lagason. I think Lagason was close returning. Do that. Especially for the first game back, you can't yeah, go and throw Morgan Riley to play over 20 minutes or 23 minutes. He hasn't played in five games. He's not. Yeah, he's been able to skate and stuff, but he hasn't played. Yeah. So even then, ease him ease back in. in. Ease it in. I, like, I'm with you. You're you're ha- you're getting an upgrade with Morgan Riley over Rafai. I hate to say yeah. he's played. He's done an admirable job. Morgan Riley, ease him back in. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that's probably has to be uh, has to be the route uh, that they take. Um, Martin Jones is going to be the starter, obviously, with Samsonov going tonight. Doubt that he makes it back to back starts. Uh, one other quick news, uh, little tidbit before we take off: Joseph Wall has officially been loaned to the AHL uh, Marlies on a conditioning loan. We'll talk more about that on tomorrow's 
podcast. But that'll do it for us here today on the show. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. You can subscribe to Lockdown Leafs Pod on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on X at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morrisuti and follow the show as well at Lockdown Leafs. We'll be back another episode for you tomorrow to break down Leafs and Golden Knights. Enjoy the game. Go Leafs, go. Until then, keep it locked right here on Lockdown Leafs.